Hello, listeners. Yamina here. Welcome to this very special resilience episode of the Dr. GPCR podcast. While we work on bringing you weekly new episodes of the podcast starting in September, here is a previously never released conversation I had with a previous podcast guest. Before jumping into this episode, I want to take a moment to talk to you about the upcoming Dr. GPCR Summit held between September 14 and 18, 2020. This summit is unlike any other meeting you've attended, and we are very excited about it. Our goal is to allow everyone in the GPCR community to get access to talks through the entire length of the event, independently of their time zone. This means that presenters will have the option of providing a pre-recorded talk or giving a live presentation. Think of it as a Netflix type of GPCR summit. For more details, visit drgpcr.com summit 2020. If you have any questions, please join our Dr. GPCR club on LinkedIn. We also have a very special announcement to make. We are delighted to announce that we are joining forces with the Great Lakes GPCR retreat to bring you closer to GPCR research during a live training event held on September 18th, 2020. And now let's dive into our episode. Terry, how are you? Good, Yamina. How are you? Very good, very good. So since we spoke last time earlier this year, things have changed, and I wanted to reach back and see how you have been with the pandemic going on and how it was affecting you, your family life, your scientific life, and obviously how people are um, working right now in the lab or how they're managing with what's happening in the world. Yeah, it's complicated because, <clears throat> I mean, the university has uh, shut down all but um, sort of critical operations. We we still have access to the lab if we had experiments to do that couldn't be shut down. So we, we made a decision, I guess, a month and a half ago to kind of stop going to the lab because Montreal being yet, well, we didn't know it at the time, but Montreal being the epicenter of the disease in this country, we thought we would, uh, we would, we don't regret that decision now, although we are starting to um, to plan reopening, uh, at least to scale back reopening with social distancing in the lab, um, a lot, as well as planning for social distancing between labs uh, on our floor. So it's a it's a logistical puzzle now that we're trying to put together. All right, and um, so what are people doing? What are you doing on your everyday? Um, at home. Well, so um, in the last, I guess I don't know. In the last three weeks, we've had we've had a few papers accepted. We're still submitting other ones. So people have things to do, and uh, several people in the lab have bioinformatics projects that now they have the time to kind of work work on. Several others are trying to write up their thesis now in uh, relative uh, tranquility and uh, and and isolation. Um, so me, I am kind of overseeing that, but but because of some scheduling changes uh, for the medical school, I'm actually teaching um, pretty much full time. I have 30 hours in this month alone of, of contact time on Zoom uh, teaching. So 
it's it really never got it really never stopped being busy for me uh and and you know all my other administrative responsibilities they spent a lot of time on zoom but you know the work goes on and, and we're trying to get back in the lab that's great congratulations on the papers uh, I, I was wondering when you posted it on Facebook if those papers were the ones that we were talking about earlier uh, in February when we were talking. You had mentioned that you submitted a paper and you were expecting it to be rejected. Well, it, it did get rejected several times and it's now at another journal. No, the, one that, the ones that got accepted were not ones that we talked about there. Um, um, one is in science and um, scientific reports on, uh, a, on, on a Brett-based platform to, to um, capture signaling downstream of the beta adrenergic the beta one adrenergic receptor that's in collaboration with the Bouvier lab and several other colleagues and then another one is just a little review article that we wrote um, which is related to the one that we talked about earlier on transcriptional regulation um, and, and, and drug targets associated with that but not no so yeah those those other two papers that we did talk about they're still under review. One we hope for an answer soon, and one we're happy because it's gone out to review at a at a at a decent journal. So that's we'll great. See. That's fantastic. And do you, so you you can you keep in touch with people in the lab through Zoom? Do you talk to to your students every day, or how do you how do you manage that? So we have a lab meeting every Monday, and we have a journal club every Friday, and uh, I usually end up uh, speaking with them. Um, you know, several times a week, either through Slack or through Zoom or through email or by telephone, right? So I'm kind of watching them, seeing that they're okay. And uh, most of them have built their little networks online. And uh, so this Thursday, I guess today, Tuesday, we have a, a faculty versus student trivia night on Zoom. So we're, we're uh, gearing up for that. Hopefully it's stuff, you know, before 2010, in which case I'll be good. That's great. That's great. So it's more physical distancing than social distancing in that sense. Oh, yes. So, you know, you, you don't want anybody to be, to be left behind like McGill, like, like most big uh, internationally um, known universities. There are a lot of students who come from different places. They're away from their families and we, we want to make sure that they're not, um, they're not feeling abandoned or, right? and, and you also have to manage now with the reopening with, students who have asthma, students who have other underlying conditions, the problem with public transit being the epicenter of the pandemic in this country. So lots of things to manage, but I think for now anyway, uh, it doesn't seem like the two months have gone by pretty fast for me, um, but I'll be happy when I can get back to work in my normal fashion. Absolutely, so one last question before I let you go. What are your thoughts about a vaccine? Everybody's talking about vaccine. Every, every company is racing towards a vaccine. We all know that it's not, it's easier said than done. What are your thoughts? Yeah, so <clears throat> I, I think there's going to be a vaccine. And I think some people were kind of opting for a, a vaccine based on challenge trials. So, so some people would get the placebo and the active virus. I don't think that's a good idea um, because we don't have, we don't really have good drugs to deal with the, the disease when people get sick. So I think in, in two or three months, we'll have a better handle on how well remdesivir works, how well some of the, uh, the, com the combinations that have come out in, in trials in the last week um, actually deal with the, the disease once you get it. If we have a way to control the disease and keep people from getting really sick, I think we can go to challenge trials 
more rapidly. If not, we're going to be stuck doing sort of slow um, vaccine development. But I might, I'm hopeful that we'll be able to do challenge trials. But uh, as I look in the literature, there's uh, just a couple weeks ago, at least there are at least 90 different vaccine trials. One of them hopefully will, <laughs> will, uh, will end up working. But, you know, it, it's complicated now by the fact that, uh, you know, the, 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 the one country we used to look to for kind of, uh, kind of guiding the process is, is sort of gone, right? The U.S. has kind of in, imploded in many ways in, in, in terms of how it's managed and, and uh, how it's functioning. So, well, uh, uh, that's not helping things for sure when the president of the United States is telling people to, you know, drink bleach and, uh, and try untested medicines. Not good, not good. I think one of the biggest problems here in the U.S. is the fact that we don't know what we don't know. Things are not documented, so you don't know which hospital has what, in terms of masks, in terms of any type of PPE, but also in terms of staff and in terms of, of space to, to treat these patients. And it's not very really better here. It, it, I'm sorry? It's not really better here, right? Even, even you know, like, um, yeah, I think that the, they're not really well prepared for, for dealing with it uh, here either. It, it is just hard. Kind of, like, nobody knows what to do. It's, 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 it's something that's been coming that, we, that none of us really prepared for. We, we knew what we had to do. We knew when we had to do it, but we, we never did it. So now we're living with the consequences of that. So. And we didn't know how to get prepared for it. We just we can just hope for the best. And it's I watch the news regularly, and you look at different countries, and everybody's trying to do their best. But sometimes it just doesn't doesn't happen on time. Especially now with this disease, that you can have a bunch of symptoms, and you it's very difficult to say who is going to get sick, or who is going to die from it, and who is gonna just you know sneeze and cough and move move on from there. It's it's hard. And, and, and honestly, it could be worse, right? This disease, most people survive, right? What, yes. When the next one comes, let's hope we learn something from this one. I really uh, hope I think, so. uh, I think we could have been prepared, right? People have been warning us that these things are coming, but we ignored the warnings. And uh, yeah. it's going to yeah. cost us. Um, uh, it's going to cost the economy, which is kind of not really relevant, but it's going to cost people who are fragile uh, because of the economy. Uh, Right. That, those are the people we have to protect, not not big corporations who, um, you know, can probably are probably in a sense part of the cause. Right. Globalization is not something that um, is without its consequences here. Right? So definitely not. So we can hope for the best and uh, hopefully that one of those 90 candidates will make it and uh, we can all get back to a new normal. Yeah, that's what it is, a new normal. Thank you so much, Terry. Stay okay, safe. Yeah. You too. Stay safe. Thanks for checking in. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this very special podcast episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We look forward to having you attend the Dr. GPCR Summit held in September. If you'd like to present your work, don't forget to visit drgpcr.com summit 2020 explained. Thank you to Attila Forrest. Music and sound by Rosa Bershish. We also want to take a moment to thank our very talented and dedicated science communicators, Shivani Sajdev and Jean Paik. I'm your host, Dr. Yamina Bershish. Thank you for the privilege of your time. And until next time, stay safe. <laughs>